It was a Friday. The iPhone 12 had just gone up for pre-sale. Eric had been waiting up all day, trying to find just the right spot when the pre-orders went live that he might get on the website and actually order one. He'd once had to wait eight months to get a new iPhone due to lack of availability, plus he forgot for some time. He wasn't about to wait eight months this time. He got on the website, was able to put it in his cart, declined the additional warranty, and successfully checked out. That evening, he went to sleep. He had a dream where he was crossing the street using his brand new iPhone. And then someone accidentally bumped him from behind and caused the iPhone to fall. He screamed. But the screen was cracked. And he knew he would have to pay an additional $200 to get a new screen. He awoke, sweating profusely. He was relieved to find out it wasn't ejaculate at all. But he immediately ran back to his cart to see if he could modify his pre-order. He could not. So he canceled and then waited to put it in a cart again, this time with the equipment protection package. Unfortunately, the phone was sold out. He would wait five months before he was able to get the color and size that he had once already pre-ordered. Okay, so I believe that I mentioned that uh, our toilet had to be replaced last week. So I would like to give just like a breakdown of the week that we have had with the plumber because it wouldn't be over once the toilet got replaced. So we had this really old toilet. One day we woke up and I think it was, uh, I woke up and I took a piss. And when I flushed, suddenly I noticed that my feet were getting wet. And I was like, where the hell is this water coming from? So it looked like, now granted, this is like, six something in the morning so I don't think I was fully awake yet it looked like water was coming from the base of the toilet and just getting onto my toes which is gross because you're like okay so if that's the water that's coming out of the bottom of the toilet then that means that that's the poo shit water the next time because it wouldn't be long before I had to take a shit the next time I went and as I'm getting ready to sit, I see something looks odd, a crack on both sides of the toilet bowl. And then I notice it's running down into the toilet and like the crack is in the water. So I, I do still take a shit. And when I get up and flush, I notice all of the water that was on the floor isn't actually coming from beneath the toilet. It is actually coming from inside the bowl and being released 
through every possible piece of this crack that's in the bowl. Okay, even grosser. The plumber comes down, took a couple of days, but he came, replaced the toilet. And to be clear, I had to shit in a bag. And I don't mean a trash bag. I'm talking a little bag they give you in like a deli or something with the handles on it. Now, after I noticed the crack in the bowl and took that shit, I did find out you're not supposed to sit on the toilet again. So sitting on the toilet until it was replaced was out of the picture. Immediately, my wife says, well, you could just shit in a bag. I thought she was being sarcastic. But as time went on, and I suppose that this is what people who are stuck in like some weird survival situation go through. Because she wasn't joking. And the more time that went on, I was like, I'm going to have to shit in a bag. God damn it. And my grandma would always tell me, always have a bag in your car. That way, if something goes down, you can shit in a bag and throw it out your car, which is such a disgusting visual. Especially because, like, that's my grandma, and I just picture her ditching the evidence on some highway or something. It's hard for me to even imagine. But now that I have shit in a bag, it's even harder for me to imagine how my grandmother pulled that off in a car. Because here's what I had to do in our little bathroom. Can't sit on the bowl. Okay, so what do we do next? All right, so now I got to perch myself on the bathtub and, you know, the the side of the tub. It, I thought it was very wide, but now that I've tried to teeter some of my back thigh on it while hanging my butt and genitals out the back into the tub where they're actually in a bag that I am holding on each side with the handles of the bag, that was difficult. Especially because, like, when I shit, I piss at the same time. And some people say they don't. I can't help that. I can't try. Like, I can I can piss without shitting. I cannot shit without pissing. That's a conversation for another day. So, realizing that I would have to put my genitals in the bag that I was shitting in just made everything all the more difficult. How this woman pulled this off in a car I have no idea I I do hope she parked but in a time of crisis in a time of crisis so bad you got a shit in a bag I find it hard to believe that she parked because if it's that bad and I know I'm a guy but if it's that bad and I can park I'm running into the woods while I shit and wipe my ass with leaves and berries okay I shit in the bag the toilet gets replaced Days go by, all is well again, or so I thought. For the better part of a year and a half or so, I have been telling our landlord that there is some kind of a leak going on with the apartment on the floor above us because the ceiling to our bathroom, I can see where there's like some sign of a leak and I was seeing a little bit of mold and I was like, hey, no shit. The first time that I called him about it, he sent somebody over while my wife and I were at work. So just the nanny and my son were here. And the nanny calls and says, hey, 
your landlord did send a guy who's looking at the ceiling in the bathroom, but he's not really fixing anything. He's just painting over the mold. I called my landlord very upset. I was like, dude, you can paint over that. But if something happens and the roof collapses, which is my nightmare, that's on you. And I'm going to sue. So as long as we've made that clear and I put it in writing in a text, then fine. Fast forward to today. So the roof is getting the bubbles, big, big bubbles, drooping, big bubbles. Like an alien is getting ready to shoot out of your chest type big. And I call him again because now I'm freaking out and I'm like, damn it, it's finally going to fucking collapse. And I'm always concerned it's going to collapse like while I'm in there or my wife is in there like bathing our child. And so it'll take out two birds with one stone. I call. I'm a little frantic. He can't get anybody out for at least a day. And I'm like, okay. So the water is leaking, but not from the bubble. That night, the plumber who replaced the toilet is doing work in another apartment in our building. He is literally across the hall. And it was like 9 or something at night. And I was like, hey, man, um, the landlord said that he was going to come and try to get you back tomorrow. But could you take a look at the ceiling? He walks in, takes one look, pops the big bubble that was over our toilet ton of water starts pouring out now fortunately we can leave the toilet seat up water falls in the seat okay now we just gotta wait till he fixes the leak that's upstairs and then i don't have to get rained on while i try to go to the bathroom because it was so bad once he popped the bubble every time that we sat like i would hold a trash can in my lap and let the water fall in there my wife took to using an umbrella whenever she had to go to the bathroom because fortunately I was doing mostly pissing and she doesn't have the luxury of being able to stand out of the water's way. I go to sleep. I wake up. The next morning, the floor in the bathroom is flooded. Why? Because the leak has gotten so bad now. Not only is it coming from like five or six spots in the ceiling, but the light in the bathroom has been shorted and an electrician has to come repair it now. Uh, the water is falling through the light. And so now it's dark. There's water all over the floor that needs to be cleaned up. And the ceiling is still leaking in several places. After about a day or so of that, I think the first day, especially with no light, you'd be surprised how much you want to flick on the light when you like go into the bathroom. Um, but the water kind of like slowed to a pretty big crawl, pretty big crawl, slowed to a halt for the most part till yesterday. So the plumber comes to take a look at the ceiling. Because before we can have any real work done to the ceiling, the leak has to be stopped. He takes a look. He's like, oh, do you mind if I make a, a little hole? And I was like, well, what's a little hole? Like, if you make the hole, because it had rained like crazy the day before he came. And I was like, if you make a little hole, I don't care. 
I'm concerned with more water coming out of the hole. Like, does that mean we're still going to have to use an umbrella whenever we sit on the toilet? He was like, oh, it should be little. This hole, his, his version of little is not mine. My version of little is like two inches around. Um, his version of little was like a foot. So I'm watching him make all this mess. He made a mess when he installed the new toilet. But I was so happy to be able to sit and take a shit and never shit in a bag again that I really didn't make a fuss. I just cleaned up after him, went on with life. So he makes this little hole. He doesn't really see much. Um, and then I clean up after him because I was like, okay, well, we're waiting for you to fix this thing. And then somebody will come try to fix the ceiling. So I clean up after him. He comes back. And he's like, oh, yeah, just talk to your landlord. And he wants me to patch up the hole. And I'm like, okay, not really understanding what that means. And uh, I I understand he's going to make a mess again, which really pissed me off. Because, like, when he comes back, I was like, God damn it. Does that mean that you're going to make an even bigger mess than you just made? Because he pulled a lot of ceiling down. And for those of you who know anything about that, a lot of pieces of wall and things that needed to be sweeped and swiffered and plucked out of this and that. I had to put trash bags over what I didn't feel like dragging out of the bathroom. So he's digging around in there and he keeps having to leave and go downstairs to the lobby to like saw and cut up pieces of wood that are going to like go in the ceiling to reinforce everything. He's gone in and out probably four times at this point. And I went to my wife because I was like, hey, if you need to use the bathroom, now's a good time. Just in case he's going to be in there for a long time. Now it's football Sunday. And I say that because I'm watching the first one o'clock games. I'm drinking beer. So I think. There was one time, and I think it was after I cleaned and I thought he was leaving. I go take a piss. It's beer o'clock. All this back and forth, and I'm like, damn, he's going to be here a while. So I go into the bathroom. There is wall and ceiling just everywhere. And the toilet is hidden under mounds of ceiling and pieces like it would have been very difficult and he had a tarp down across the toilet and the floor so I would have had to roll up the entire tarp with easily 40 pounds of ceiling scattered all over it to get to the toilet so that's when I started thinking and I was like oh okay I'll just jump in the shower because that was pretty clean And I'll just piss down that drain. Because when my mind gets going, I immediately start thinking, what can I piss in? I've done it in trash cans, done it in a sink. I'm not proud of that. Um, But I was like, okay, I'm going to get it down that drain. Boom. Problem solved. And then I can wait another like hour or two. So I'm pissing in the shower. And I hear him coming back. And I was like, shit. So... 
I'm I'm basically done as he like enters the bathroom. And I probably like I'm a grown man and you're in my house and whatnot. So I should have just opened the shower curtain and been like, yep, sorry about that. Really had to piss. Couldn't wait. That would have been a problem solved in all of like three seconds. Instead, I stand there thinking to myself like, okay, feels like he goes back and forth every like four or five minutes so I don't have to stand here very long before he leaves. He was in the bathroom for a good 20 minutes and the entire time I'm just standing there scrunched up against the wall because there is a a little section of the wall where nobody can see you because like we don't have a see-through liner but it is somewhat translucent so it was possible that he could have just seen me so I'm trying not to move standing behind this block the only way he could really see me was to look over it or to try to get in the tub and I was concerned he would try to like throw some pieces of wall in the tub to make room and see me hiding in there I don't know how you can explain that like I I kept picturing Part of me wanted to just open it up after like five, ten minutes. I wanted to just open the shower and be like, I'm sorry, man. I was hiding in there. And I just kept thinking like, if I open that now, I might scare the shit out of him. He's got tools. He might swing around and put a power drill through my face. And I was like, no, it's weird. And it's only weirder. The longer that I've stood here hiding from this man in my shower and aside from scaring him, I was just really embarrassed. And I was like, I don't want to have to explain to him why I'm hiding in our bathtub like this. Just leave and let me get out. And, you know, he, he finally did leave. Um... But during those 20 minutes, it was probably the most embarrassed I've been in a long time. And I was afraid. I was afraid he would, like, just say something to me because he had seen me there the whole time. And just be like, sir, I don't know if you're trying to surprise me and rape me or something, but you can come out of the shower now. Part of me thinks he did see me and he was just like, all right, I don't know what that creep is doing, but if he wants to stand in this tub while I work, fine. So yeah, hopefully that is my last interaction with him because this business with our bathroom is just turned into far more than I thought it would be the first time that I saw a leak. Grandpa, are you in here? Bad move, Mr. Cat Burglar. You've given away your position. Now, if you value your genitals, you'll stay right where you are. Grandpa, it's me, James, your grandson. Mm-hmm. You could have looked me up on Face Chat and found that name. Grandpa, I also know that you think Asian people have tails. Oh, shit, it is James. Well, come on in.
Okay, so because I find it so funny, I do want to take a moment and just talk about Jeffrey Tobbins. Tubins? I think it's Tubins. I hate that name. But this whole thing was, uh, you know, he was on a Zoom call. And I guess he decided, because nobody wants to give the specifics. I hate that. You give us this great story about a guy doing something inappropriate in a Zoom call, and you won't tell us what happened? Like, the first day that I read about it, I didn't even know he was masturbating, because that's what he was doing. Apparently, his coworker saw him masturbating during a Zoom call. He thought... Now, his excuse, and you know what? I'm not here to shame you, Jeffrey, because sometimes the jack and it just takes control. Uh, I have, there was a, a time when I could say I had never jacked off at work. That is until about 2014, I want to say. Next thing you know, I'm in a stall using my cell phone and Pornhub going at myself now I didn't do it again after that but for a while I looked down on people that couldn't control their urges for the eight hours that you had to be away from home and I was like you gotta bust a nut that bad at 1 45 p.m but you know what now I'm just like you all and having said that no I've never decided to masturbate on a zoom call um his logic is a little weird because what he said was, uh, I, I thought that I had muted the video and I'm going to assume the audio, but, and this is a 60 year old man. So never let it be said that, uh, you grow out of some things. Um, but again, it wasn't so much like, and I'm sorry as, Oh, well, I didn't think you could see me. Which is to say, like, you know what? I had to get this stuff out. And what during the Zoom call said to Jacket? I almost hate to judge him with that last statement. Because there have been times that I masturbated after something. And if someone knew what I had seen before I started masturbating and thought that that led to the masturbation, I would, I would judge myself. Like, okay, one time... My wife walked in the bedroom and I had just been thinking about some sex from the night before. I wasn't masturbating, but I was like, uh, I was doing something on my computer and there was wrestling. I want to say WWE or something like that on the television. So she walks in, sees me erect, sees pro wrestling, sees my laptop. And thinks that somehow all three of those things are connected. Now, maybe there was nothing about the Zoom call that told Jeffrey, pull it out and start furiously masturbating. And from what I can gather, because again, the same people who decided to speak out on this disgusting act have given almost zero details. Someone said they, they could see his penis. No one said they actually saw him masturbating. Because, like, if you got your hand in your penis, there, there aren't a lot of good explanations for what you could have been doing. But uh, I feel like if you watch somebody masturbate, like, were people gasping? 
This is why we need that Zoom call available. I you know, mute him if you must, but uh, I would like to see everyone else's reaction after they notice what's going on and just hear them like, oh, oh my God, and whatever. But I also, I, I love a good gasp. Whenever I really need a laugh, I think back to, there was this time, and it wasn't so much a joke, it was a, a new bit that I was just trying out on stage somewhere. And everything is going well, and I was like, hey, you ever been in a parking garage, and right before you get to your car, you think to yourself, huh, did I forget to wipe my ass when I left the bathroom? And that has never happened to me. It's just a thought that I had. I think it was going to be a tweet, but I was like, no, that's too good. I got to save it for this day. That's how people's minds work. And uh, as soon as I said, huh, I wonder if I uh, wipe my ass. This lady from the back of the room screams out, eh. It still makes me laugh. I don't know why. I can see it like it happened yesterday. And this was easily seven, eight years ago. And I remember laughing then. I still laugh now. Something about a disgusted individual who is so disgusted that ew is the only noise that they can think to make. Adults, no less. It's like when an adult says whoops. Something horrible has happened. Whoops isn't a sound that adults make. Ew is not a sound that adults make. I mean, maybe we say gross, but most of the time we find another way to vocalize our disgust. But whatever you said was so nasty, it just took us down a time portal to our childhood. Hmm. But yeah, man, uh, I'm so sorry that Jeffrey's whole life is over because he couldn't not masturbate. I don't know about his life being over because as I look back, they're like, Oh, this isn't even really like the first uh, time that he's done something nasty. And I will stand with the people that say the punishment should fit the crime. He was jacking it. I don't know how much dick they saw. I'm guessing they didn't see like the grand finale. I'm curious what he did with it because apparently he ended the call and got back on not knowing that everybody just saw him going jack crazy. And I do think the punishment should fit the crime. He's been suspended from the New Yorker. And I don't see him coming back on CNN anytime soon. Um, you know what? Just give him a break. Let him come back in January. I mean, it's jacking it. If it was a woman, I would want the same kind of punishment. And I don't want him to have to be the next Pee Wee Herman who was jacking it in a movie theater in 91. His career was basically tainted, even though he's had a bit of a, uh, a comeback in the last like decade. But he went through a long time of people not wanting to fuck with him. Whereas every bad thing that happens now with your Weinsteins and this and that, we're all like, damn, man, we really gave Pee Wee a really hard time over some shit that was slight. It was gross, like him deciding to jack off in some triple X theater that other people are jacking it in and he might be sitting and ejaculate. No, thank you. But I don't know. That's still nasty. But I don't think that he deserved to lose his like career. Even as a kid, I was a kid in 91. 
And when I found out that he was in trouble and exactly what happened, because my mother let me watch R-rated movies pretty early, I was like, well, that doesn't seem like a reason to cancel his television show. That's a child who was thinking that. So hopefully this dude comes back because uh, here is what other bad things have happened to this dude in the past. Um, uh, About a decade ago, he had a long-term affair with somebody that he worked with. Um, I guess he pressured her when she became pregnant to have an abortion. What's up? And uh, she went ahead and gave birth to a baby boy anyway. At which point he denied being the father. Can't blame him there. You got to catch me. And um, then he did agree to pay child support after a DNA test came back. You are the father. So it's good that uh, he's doing the right thing there. And his wife left him after that, which makes sense. But then they reconciled. So I guess her friends didn't really give her a talking to. That's like, where are your friends at? Nobody said anything to you. No one cares about you enough to tell you, hey, you know, cheaters don't change. Whatever. Uh, I'm happy that you guys are getting along. Come on now. Where are your friends at? It's gross. Let's see it.